Good morning, everyone. I want to use this opportunity to appreciate God for bringing us to His presence. I want to thank God for preservation of life. I want to thank God for the gift of life. Despite the pandemic, the Lord is keeping us. The Lord is protecting us. The Lord is providing for us. We give Him all the glory. Shall we pray? Our Father, we want to thank you for the gift of life. We want to thank you for the miracle of sleeping and waking up. We want to thank you for peace in our realm. Despite the situation of the world, we want to thank you for how you are preserving our lives and the lives of every member of our family and every member of the fellowship. Father, we give you all the glory. As we go to the ministration this morning, O oh Lord, I pray you will minister to all of us that at the end of this ministration, our lives will not remain the same. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Holy Spirit, take over this hour and let your name be praised. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. The theme given to me is building up power through fasting and praying. Building up power through fasting and praying. And I've taken the theme from Matthew chapter, the text, taking the text from Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. It reads thus, However, this kind does not go out except by fasting and by prayer and fasting. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Looking at the theme, there are three words I would like to explain before I continue with the ministration. And the ministration will be discussed based on the following topics. We're going to talk about examples of people that fasted in the Bible. And we are going to talk about the rewards of fasting. And then we move to conclusion and then we take some prayer points as the Holy Spirit will lead us. Webster Bible Dictionary defines power as an individual invested with authority. So power is synonymous to authority. The Greek word for power is dunamis. And this morning I will be talking to us about the dunamis power of God. Dunamis means strength capacity, ability, potency, force, might, capability, and many others. There are so many people in an attempt to look for power. They join courts. Some join the group of witches. Some join the group of wizards in an attempt to get power. In an attempt to be secured. In an attempt to be popular. There are so many reasons why people go into these groups so that they will get power. But every child of God has this power embedded in him or her. We have the power of God invested in us. But the problem is that the power is not showing forth. The power is not manifesting. Because we have not been able to engage ourselves in things that we need the power to show forth. The things, some of the things 
that we need the power of God that is invested in us to show forth is what we are talking about this morning fasting and praying if you want the power of God that is resident in you to manifest you must engage yourself in constant prayer and fasting and as you do that it gives you strength it gives you boldness it gives you confidence and you'll be able to do the work of God extraordinarily. So, it is His power alone that keep, keeps us going. The power of God is the one that is keeping us going. Especially in this time, in this season that we are in. It is the power of God that is keeping us moving. Why forming our character as we glorify Him? We can build this dunamis power up through fasting and praying. Every child of God, as I said, is invested with the dunamis power of God. And this can manifest through fasting and prayer. We want to talk about biblical prayer. That is by way, what I said is by way of introduction. Biblical prayer. Prayer in the Hebrew Bible is an evolving means of interacting with God. It is a way of communicating with God. The only way we can make our intentions known to God, the only way we can make our minds known to God is through prayer. Prayer is key in our Christian work with God. Prayer is key if you want to achieve things on earth. For God and for yourself. As a believer, you must engage yourself in constant prayer. Somebody said a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. And I want to believe so. If you want to be powerful, you must engage yourself in constant prayer. And that is why it is written in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and 17 that we must pray without ceasing. We must pray without ceasing. We can pray anywhere to God. There is nowhere we cannot pray. We can pray in the kitchen while we are cooking. We can pray on the road while we are walking. Even while we are driving, we can be praying in our minds. When we are in the bathroom, we can be praying. When we are sweeping, we are doing our household work. We can be, we can be praying. We cannot overemphasize the importance of prayer in our lives as believers. So prayer is very, very important. Luke chapter 18 verse 1 says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. We must learn to pray all the time. We must learn to pray. We must learn to open up our hearts to Lord, to the Lord, the Lord that rules in our fear, the Lord that is directing our path. We must learn to pray to Him. We must learn to open up our hearts to our Maker through prayers. And as we do that, the Lord will answer us speedily in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and for all the saints as we pray we must be watchful 
As we pray, we must persevere. As we supplicate, we must make sure we do things that are pleasing to God. It is very, very important for us as believers to pray without ceasing. It is important for us to pray without ceasing. And the Lord will give us the strength to pray without ceasing in Jesus' name. John chapter 16, verse 23. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. If you ask anything from God, he will do it for us. As long as you ask, the condition is that you must ask. When you ask, you receive. But if you don't ask anything, you say, ah, God understands. People of God, we must leave that level. We must leave the level of saying God understands. We must learn to open up our mind to God in prayer. Prayer in the Hebrew Bible is an evolving means of interacting with God more frequently through a spontaneous individual unorganized form of petitioning and of thanking. We must learn to thank the Lord for everything in our lives that He has done through prayer. Prayer is very, very important. In our, in our Christian race with God, we must learn to pray. It is very, very important. So, prayer is good. If you know how to pray, you will receive the impossible. Impossible things in our lives will be made possible as long as we learn to pray. There are some things that seem unachievable. In the house of prayer, those things will be achieved. And somebody under the sound of my voice concerning that situation. As we go to God in prayer this morning, solution will come in Jesus' name. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 8. I read, I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. That is the Bible verse to buttress the fact that we can pray anywhere, any time of the day. Wherever you are, you can pray. And answers will come as we pray in Jesus' name. Now let's go to fasting. Fasting is a deliberate abstinence from physical gratification. Usually going without food for a period of time to achieve a greater spiritual goal. If there are some spiritual goals that we have set, the only means in which they can be achieved is through fasting. Is through fasting. Fasting is unintentionally denied the flesh in order to gain a response from the spirit. It means renouncing the natural in order to invoke the supernatural. Somebody in the house, you want to invoke the supernatural. You want to enter into the realm of the supernatural. That can only be achieved through 
true fasting. If you want to enter the realm of the supernatural, it can only be achieved through fasting. And as we go to the presence of God in fasting, our answers will come speedily in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts chapter 14, verse 23. Acts chapter 14, verse 23. So when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. They were able to commend them to the Lord in whom they had believed after they had fasted. Those spiritual goals can only be achieved through fasting. And the Lord will take us to that realm that we begin to live a fasting life. In Jesus' mighty name. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Verse 29. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Verse 29. So he said to them, This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Nothing can be achieved in Christendom without fasting. Nothing can be achieved in our work with God without fasting. Even in our families, in our homes, we cannot go far without fasting. This is a verse of the scripture to buttress the fact that we need to go to God in fasting and prayer so as to achieve our goals. And as we do that, we are going to achieve our goals the ghost that we have set for this year in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Acts chapter 13 Acts chapter 13 verse 3 Acts chapter 13 verse 3 That is another point to buttress the fact that we need to engage ourselves in constant prayer so that Impossible things can become possible in our lives in Jesus' name. Then, having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them forth. They sent them away. In our businesses, we must find time to fast and pray so that we can move forward. Even at the home front, we must engage ourselves, engage our children, in constant fasting and prayer so that solutions will come and as we do that we will receive solutions in jesus name examples of people that fasted in the bible there are so many examples of people that fasted in the bible and they get results as a result of their fasting i'm going to mention some few names the first person I'm going to mention is in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9, and that is Moses. Moses fasted while preparing to receive the Ten Commandments. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9. When I went up into the mountain to receive the tablets of stone, 
the tablets of the covenant which the Lord made with you. Then I stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights, and neither ate bread nor drank water. Moses, in an attempt to take the Ten Commandments, he waited on the mountain for forty days, fasting and praying. For forty days and forty nights. No wonder Moses succeeded in leading the people. Another example is Elijah. Elijah fasted when he was in physical danger. In, in physical danger from Jezebel. He fasted. He fasted. We, if these people can fast, then what are we waiting for as believers? We must learn to fast and pray. If you learn, if you know how to fast and pray, you will have results. All of us will have results in Jesus' name. So Elijah is another example of somebody that fasted and prayed. He fasted and prayed in First Kings chapter nineteen, verse. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die and said, It is enough now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Verse 5. Then, as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Then he looked. And there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down away. Verse 7. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and ate and drank, and he went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights as far as Oreb the mountain of God. So we see in that verse that Elijah fasted and the Lord delivered him. The Lord made provision for him. Another person that fasted is Esther. Esther, we know the story of Esther very well. Esther fasted for the safety of the Jews. In Esther chapter 4 verses 15 to 17 and Esther received favor from God. Somebody under the sound of my voice. As you engage yourself in fasting and prayer, the favor of the Lord will come to you in Jesus' name. Over that situation, you will receive favor in Jesus' name. Daniel also fasted when he needed revelation. In the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 10, he fasted. Daniel fasted. Daniel prayed to the Lord. He fasted and prayed and he was victorious. In Daniel chapter 10, in the third year of Cyrus king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel whose name was called Belshazzar. The message was true but the appointed time was long and he understood the message and had understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning, three full weeks. 
He waited in the presence of the Lord, fasted for three weeks. I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all, till three whole weeks were fulfilled. That is Daniel for you. He fasted and he prayed and the Lord made him to be victorious. Somebody under the sound of my voice will be victorious as to spend time in the presence of God fasting and praying. Finally, Jesus Christ, our perfect example, fasted before embarking on his earthly ministry. In the book of Matthew chapter 4, Jesus our master, Jesus our savior, Jesus our perfect example, fasted and waited. Have you ever thought about that fast? Why should Jesus fast? A whole savior of the world. But Jesus fasted. If Jesus can fast, if Jesus can pray, then what are we waiting for as believers? We must be able to fast and pray. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days, 40 nights afterward, he was hungry. Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Then what are we waiting for as believers? No wonder Jesus was successful in his earthly ministry. No wonder Jesus was victorious over his enemies. If Jesus, our Savior, can fast, then what are we waiting for? Kingdom women, I want to challenge you to a life of fasting and prayer. Rewards of fasting. Fasting subdues the flesh. We can see that in Matthew chapter 26 verse 4. Fasting subdues the flesh so that you can better hear from God. You want to hear better from God? You want to know the mind of God concerning your situation? You want to have an insight to something? You need to fast. You need to pray. When you fast, your flesh will be subdued and you'll be able to hear Him better. Kenneth Copeland says, Fasting shuts down the influence of the body so the spirit man can dominate. You want your spirit man to dominate the flesh. You want to be a woman of the spirit. You must learn to fast and pray. And as you do that, the Lord will, will answer us speedily in Jesus' name. The second point is, fasting brings revelation. When you fast, you will begin to receive things from the light of His Word. Because fasting brings revelation. Fasting brings revelation. You want to, to have revelation concerning that your business? You want to have revelation concerning that your child? You want to have revelation concerning even your future? You can, you can get it through fasting and praying. Psalm 119 verse 130 says, The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. You want to have the light of His word. Concerning any situation of your life, you must learn to fast. Because fasting brings revelation. As you wait in the presence of God through fasting, 
you will receive revelation in Jesus' name. Fasting leads to deliverance. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6. You remember the story in Mark chapter 9? The disciples were stumped by a particular tough situation whereby they were unable to cast out demons out of a young boy. When they asked Jesus why they failed, it was because they had not been fasting and praying. Mark chapter 9 verse 29 If they had been fasting and praying, they would have been strong in the spirit and they would have been able to do what Jesus did by casting out demons. But they couldn't do that because they had not been fasting and praying. When we fast and pray, we will be strong in the spirit. When we fast and pray, the boldness of God, the confidence of God will come over our lives. When we fast and pray, fear will be removed. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, God has not given us the spirit of fear but the spirit of power. Somebody has to wait in the presence of God, you will receive power. Fear will disappear in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. In conclusion, Andumore says, Prayer is reaching out after the unseen. Fasting is letting go of all that is seen and temporal. If this man can say this, that means he believes in the efficacy of fasting and prayer. What about we believers, we Christians? Fasting helps express, helps deepen, confirm the resolution that we are ready to sacrifice anything, even ourselves to attain what we seek for the kingdom of God. As we wait in the presence of God through fasting and prayer, solutions will come in Jesus' name. I want to challenge us as kingdom women to a life of prayer and fasting. If you learn to fast and pray, you can never lose any battle in life. If you learn to fast and pray, the unachievable will definitely be achieved. If we learn to fast and pray, impossibility in our lives, the Lord will turn it around to possibilities. If we learn to fast and pray, that business will pick up again. If we learn to fast and pray, what we have been believing God for years. If we don't relent in prayer, if we don't relent in fasting, answers will come in Jesus' name. I want us to be on our feet. I want us to lift up our hands to the Lord. I want us to focus our minds on Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. I want us to begin to wave our hands to him. Let's look unto him. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. This morning, I want you to sing the song. Power from above. There is power from above. Power from above. There is power from above. I receive, I receive power from my Power from my There is power from my Power from my 
very power for mother. I will see, I will see power for above. Say, oh Lord, my father, I receive power from above. Let the power of God engulf my life. I want you to begin to pray. Power of God engulf my life. Oh Lord, fill my life with power. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And receive power this morning. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And receive power. And receive power. And receive power. Oh, let the power of God fill my life. In the name of Jesus. I receive power. I receive power. I receive power. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. It says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses for me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Want us to lift up our hands to God and say, Lord, I receive power. In the name of Jesus, I receive power. Oh Lord, fill my life with power. Thou shalt receive power. When the Holy Spirit of God has come upon you, Holy Spirit, fill me. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to fill us to the brim. Holy Spirit of God, fill me. Fill me this morning. This morning, I receive power. Power that cannot be insulted. Power that cannot be molested. Power that cannot be tampered with. Oh Lord, fill my life with power. I receive power. I receive power. I receive power. I receive power. Power of God. Engulf my life. Power of God. my life. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Every one of us in the presence of God this morning will receive power in Jesus' name. Power that cannot be insulted. Power that cannot be molested. Power that cannot be tampered with. Power that we that we make the kingdom of darkness to bow to us. Father, we receive in Jesus' name. Amen. We are also going to pray. I want us to tell the Lord, Oh Lord, clothe me with the garments of power. Power that will shake the kingdom of darkness. Power that will cause disaster in the kingdom of darkness. Power that will make the kingdom of darkness to Bow. I want us to pray that, oh Lord, clothe my life with the garment of power. I receive the garment of power. I receive the garment of power. Wherever I go, I go about with the garment of power. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. I want us to begin to sing this song. Feel my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this empty of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it, Lord, and make me home. Fill my cup, Lord, fill my cup, Lord. Come and quench this festival of my soul. Bread of a wound, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, 
feel it, Lord, and make me more. Shall we turn it to pain? Oh, Lord, fill my cup, Lord, to the brim. Lord, fill me to the brim with the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, fill me so that we live an extraordinary life. Fill me, oh, Lord, so that life that come across me will be touched. So that life that come across me will be impacted into. Oh Lord, fill me to the brim with the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord will fill us with the power of the Holy Spirit to the brim in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to read from Leviticus chapter 6 and I read verse 9. The Bible says, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the bronze offering. The bronze offering shall be on the earth upon the altar all night until morning and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. Let's go to verse 12. And the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order on it. And he shall burn on it the fat of the peace offering. Verse 13, a fire shall always be burning on the altar. It shall never go out. We are going to take this prayer. Oh Lord my Father, let your fire be burning in me. The Bible says the fire, a fire shall always be burning on the altar. It shall never go out. I want us to pray. Oh Lord, let your fire let it be burning in me. Oh Lord, feed my life with fire. Turn light to fire. Turn me to fire. In the name of Jesus. Fire of God. And God me. And this hour of prayer. People of God, we cannot achieve much without the fire of God in our life. We cannot achieve much for Him. Even in the second hour, we cannot achieve more. I want us to pray. Oh Lord, feed my life with fire. I want to be burning of your fire. I don't want your fire in my life to be dim. I don't want the fire in my life to quench. Oh Lord, let your fire be burning in me. The fire of God will be burning in my life in Jesus' name. So shall it be in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's also open our Bibles to Isaiah chapter 41. We are going to take the next prayer point from there. One of the things I always enjoy in our fellowship is that we spend time to pray. In this fellowship, we don't joke with prayer. No wonder the fellowship is moving forward to the glory of God. We must not allow our prayer life to go down. We are going to use verse 11 to pray. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 11. Behold, all those who were incensed against you shall be ashamed and disgraced. They shall be as nothing, and those who strive with you shall perish. Who wants us to take this prayer? We are going to say, God, O Lord my Father, all powers that have gathered themselves together to molest my life, to molest my destiny, let the power be ashamed. According to Isaiah chapter 41 verse 11, let them be disgraced. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord my Father, and all powers that have gathered themselves together to molest my life, 
to molest my destiny. Oh Lord, I pray according to Isaiah chapter 41 verse 11. Let all those powers, let them be ashamed, let them be degraded, let them be insulted in the name of Jesus. Let the power of God that is resident in my life. Oh, let it put them to shame in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' name we pray. I declare all powers that have gathered themselves together. I make a declaration that according to Isaiah chapter 41 verse 11, let the powers be disgraced in Jesus' name. Let them be ashamed in Jesus' name. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. Amen. I want us to also open to Isaiah. I want us to go to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 30. We are going to take the next prayer point from there. We know the story in 1 Samuel chapter 30. It is the story of David. David lost. But eventually there was restoration for him. Everything that he lost, he was able to recover back. I speak to somebody under the sound of my voice. Whatever you think you might have lost at the beginning of this year, whatever you think you might have lost as a result of the lockdown, whatever you might think you might have lost as a result of the pandemic, I declare there shall be restoration. I say there shall be restoration. God made David to recover all. You will recover all. Before the end of this year, there shall be restoration. In our businesses, there shall be restoration. In our homes, there shall be restoration. Even concerning our health, there shall be restoration. In Jesus' name, Amen. First Samuel chapter 30, verse 3. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burnt with fire, and their wives and their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Now, if you go to verse 18, so David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. David recovered all. We are going to tell the Lord. I want you to lift up your hands to the Lord again and say, God of restoration, restore to me whatever I might have lost. We from the beginning of this year, oh God of restoration, restore to me whatever I might have lost. I receive restoration. Begin to receive restoration. Receive restoration. Say, God, this thing that I've lost since January, let there be restoration. And the restoration will come. I receive restoration. I receive restoration. I receive restoration. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. We receive restoration in Jesus' name. I want us to go to Isaiah chapter 7. Finally, let's go to Isaiah chapter 7. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 7. We are going to use that to pray. And as we pray, the Lord will answer our prayers in Jesus' name. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 7. It says, Thus says the Lord God, it shall not stand nor shall it come to pass. Thus says the Lord God, it shall not stand, nor shall it come to pass. I want us to pray. I don't know the plans of the enemy concerning you. I don't know what the enemy is planning concerning you. 
concerning your home, concerning your husband, concerning your children. But this is the confidence that I have. The Bible says, eh, it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. Whatever be the plans of the enemy, whatever be the plans of the kingdom of darkness, concerning you, concerning your home, concerning that business, I declare, it shall not stand. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want you to lift up your hands and pray. Say, God, I counsel all satanic verdicts over my life, over my destiny, over my home, over my business, over my future, over my children, over my grandchildren, over the future of my children. I counsel all satanic verdicts according to Isaiah chapter 7 verse 7. I will say it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. I make a declaration under this altar this morning that it shall not stand. Which is for the enemy concerning me shall not stand. Oh, I cancel every verdict from the kingdom of darkness. I cancel every satanic verdict over my future, over my destiny, over my home, over my work, over my career. They remain cancelled forever in Jesus' name. Father, we are standing on this altar this morning. Every verdict of the kingdom of darkness concerning us are kingdom women. Every satanic verdict concerning kingdom women fellowship. Every satanic verdict concerning our children, our grandchildren, wherever they are. Every satanic verdict concerning our business. Every satanic verdict concerning our career. Every satanic verdict concerning our future. Father, we counsel in the name of Jesus. The Bible says it shall not stand. Neither shall it come to pass. Every evil gang up, every satanic gang up concerning our homes, concerning our business, we make a declaration this morning as kingdom women. It shall not stand. It shall not stand in Jesus' name. Yes, it shall not stand. It shall not stand. Job chapter 5 verse 12. The Bible says they disappointed the devices of the crafty so that they cannot fulfill their enterprise. Every satanic enterprise concerning us, they will not be able to fulfill in Jesus' name. So shall it be in Jesus' name. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Father, we want to thank you this morning. You said we should ask. And we are asking. Under this anointing, Lord, we pray. The Lord we command. You said in your word, command ye me. With the works of my hand, we make a declaration that coronavirus, oh yeah, leave the nations of the world in Jesus' name. Leave our country, Nigeria, in Jesus' name. We declare that everything will go back to normal in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we pray in Jesus' name this morning. Whatever we think we might have lost, there shall be restoration. We receive restoration. In the name of Jesus, we receive restoration. In the name of Jesus, our life will not be locked down. Our destinies will not be locked down. Our businesses will not be locked down. Because we carry the power of God in us. Father, we pray as kingdom women and us with power. Power that cannot be insulted. Power that cannot be molested. Power that cannot be tampered with. We receive this morning in Jesus' name. And as we receive this power, we become eternal to the kingdom of darkness. Wherever we go, the kingdom of darkness will bow to us. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying.
Thank you so much. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless us all in, in Jesus' name. Amen.